Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hey, cuties. Welcome back to One Cute Drink. It's Malenstein on the mics with the one, two, and the three, and the four, and the five, and the six, and the seven, and the eight. What is our episode brought to the crowd by today? Okay, today's episode is brought to you by Step One Black Rock Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Mel took the initiative this time, and she came over, coffees in hand, and I ordered a blackout, which... Got me very excited. It is hazelnut with rich chocolate milk, espresso, and I switched it up and I added oat milk. And then Mal got something really exciting. I'm staring at you so excited (laughs) to tell everyone. I got this drink called the Ivy. Never had it before, but the definition on their site literally says, the Ivy isn't for the faint of heart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And that is how I was sold. This drink is an intense injection of six shots of espresso. Jesus Christ. And Irish cream and vanilla syrup to soften the boldness of our signature roast. And then half and half is added. Woo! I got a large on ice. Oh my and God. now we're sharing a bang energy drink. I don't oh know yeah. what we're and trying then, to do to ourselves. Well, now I got here at like one something, and it's now 309. So honestly, time has passed. And we were just going to drink water before we recorded, but then Mal was like, I kind of want something else. And I was like, <laughs> she's like, do you have any energy drinks? And I was like, well, we do have some bang energy drinks. We my, could share one. My first time trying a bang, I feel like an influencer in the wild. And it does taste like a seltzer. It tastes like um, one of those like Alani seltzers. It actually, that's exactly what it tastes yeah, like. The mimosa. No, the peach one. Yes. The peach ring one. Your which, girl is taking a small break from drinking for the next month. Not for any main reasons. It's just been a while since I've taken an extended period of time off from alcohol. And when, I don't know, I normally drink maybe once or twice a week. And we've talked about it recently that like even when we have been drinking, trying to keep it lighter and tighter. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to Vegas the second week of March. So I thought it was the perfect time to take a little hiatus for my body. You're going to get drunk so fast in Vegas. I know. Also, (laughs) Mel's going to see Katy Perry, which... Is a whole fucking mood. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm going for our great friend Janelle's birthday. I know. I'm still deciding if I'm going to make a last minute appearance. I think that you will. I kind of feel it. Uh, a part of me wants to see what happens, but I do have a Southwest voucher that I could use, but I don't know because it's like, I don't know. We'll see. But I do have a little bit of FOMO already because I just already know that you and Janelle and um, like, well, she's our, she's all of our friends, but she's yeah. Janelle's best friend, Ashley. I can just, I already feel the vibes and I can feel the LOLs and I'm really sad already. The so LOLs we'll are very real. Yeah. We're going to see, I've never really been to Where an Where's she actual, performing at? Oh, that's a good question. I have no idea. Oh. I mean, I probably do know, and I just missed the memo <laughs> on where it is. And then maybe we'll go see Chippendales. Yeah, possible Chippendale action, which I've never been to a show like that. And Katy Perry will honestly be – I think it's like my first pop concert. I don't think I've ever been to a, a, a pop show. That'll be fun for you. I am excited because, especially since it's in Vegas, you just know – It'll be very – like pizzazz yeah and extravagant and colorful i didn't even know Katy perry was on tour she must have a residency i think that she has a residency i wonder if she took over britney's spot 
Aw, Beast Spears. Bless that whole situation and her and her sister arguing over <laughs> social media. That is just, like, sad. Okay, well, now, if, if we're on the topic of celebrity gossip, okay, that is sad. But also, did you see what's happening with Kanye West right now? Um, a little bit, but no, I'm not, I'm not fully aware. He's going off the rails, which honestly, you kind of have to like feel for him because he has like come out to the public or like at least maybe his family has or his wife or whatever, Kim, blah, 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 about his like mental health and like, I don't know, just all these things. But as of like yesterday, he was like posting on social media, like screenshots of their text messages between him and Kim because Kim's like, dude. You need to leave Pete Davidson alone. <laughs> oh, no. Leave Britney alone. Wait, what is he doing to Pete Davidson? Well, nothing, like, directly, but she's basically, like, you know that, like, the type of influence that you have and, like, there are some scary people out there. Damn. And, like, we, it's just not smart. Like, we don't want anyone getting hurt. So he, like, screenshotted that and then he made another post. It's all deleted now, but then he made another post of a screenshot of a movie from the 90s called baby boy with tyrese and oh, i remember that movie it's a scene where tyrese is getting choked out by this <laughs> <laughs> okay i do not need to laugh <laughs> oh my god choked out by another character and the caption says <laughs> it says like psa don't worry everyone not gonna send anyone to hurt ski that's what he calls p davidson calls that him. just made me think of that scene from i can't remember what movie it is maybe uh that stoner movie half baked or something i'm not don't quote me if that's the movie it's from but the scene where he's like i'm not gonna do whatever everyone <laughs> thinks i'm gonna do what everyone thinks i'm gonna do and freak the fuck out yeah that's literally that's literally what he's saying he's like don't worry not gonna send anyone to do anything to ski i'll handle on my own and so then everyone's like very concerned and then he deleted them all but i mean like you like and everyone's like commenting because some people were like the man just wants his family back like he just wants to protect because like kanye responded to the thing that Kim said and was like i will do whatever it takes to protect my family and blah 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 and so everyone's like Half people on Kanye's side because they're like, he just wants his family back, like a man that's like really fucking trying. But then the other side's like, yes, we understand that. But also like you have to consider like he is a little bit mentally unstable, whether he is or isn't on like medication. And just some of the things that he says, past, present, and probably future, that like he is a little bit off the rails. So Wow, I didn't know. You kinda any of have this. to like take some things like they're not things to be taken lightheartedly, of course. Right. Like, and sure. that's not why we're you just know that Steen and I love to laugh. So like picturing Oh yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know why. Like the the scene from <laughs> Baby Boy. She's like, Don't worry. <laughs> what? I think we are worried at this point. <laughs> we're all a little bit worried. Oh but man. Well, God, that's just a thing about celebrity life that would be so hard to just always have everything you're doing and your relationship and your family gets involved and it's always on public display i know just i that life is not for me i can even imagine especially because like their daughter is old enough now to understand things like can you imagine being like seven or eight or nine or ten i don't know how old she is I think she's eight because I did see when he was upset that she was posting on TikTok. I heard about that. Did you hear about that one? Um, I think so because she was like basically – like you know how kids are. They have no filters. So like 
Kim's like, you cannot be on TikTok because everyone's like, give us your mom's credit card number. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's fucking smart. How Send me a Venmo. Well, what am I trying to say? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I did hear – this definitely happened, I think, before this Pete Davidson stuff that you're telling me about. Her birthday party? Um, No, that was something else. Sorry. I think he was just upset that she was posting on TikTok because he doesn't want his kids to be using social media platforms. And Kim was saying that she just wants her to be able to fully express herself, blah, blah, blah. So it just seems like there is definitely a lot happening. Well, and he's also dating. uh, No, they're not anymore. Well, that really took a turn so fast. <laughs> I was just listening about her and him dating on a podcast episode last week. This morning, there was a tweet that was like, I have love for him, but I'm not in love with him. Or not a tweet. It was like an article and a quote. Oh, wow. Well, that really happened fast. Come on, Mal. Keep up. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I mean, I just feel for everyone involved because – Well, I can't even imagine – being eight years old and having your parents be two of the biggest celebrities in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, your mom is fucking Kim Kardashian. And, like, to her, it's probably, like, it's not a big deal. But I do wonder if, like, their kids do understand, like, how big of celebrities that they are. I was just thinking the same thing. I don't – I'm sure that they, they do know to an extent, but they won't really realize it until maybe they're a little bit older, probably in their teenage years. Yeah. They'll fully start to understand yeah, who knows? But um, also, okay, in other celebrity news, Super Bowl halftime show? Fuck me up. <laughs> I, it was – okay, the house that I was at with some of the homies, we were all just, like, vibing so hard, Nick and singing I, along. Nick and I straight up got up and were dancing. Yes. Like, at one point, him and I were, like, grinding like we were in high school. <laughs> in front of like, parents? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that where you were? Well, no. We ended up not going. <laughs> like, wow, you guys are a cozy fan. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no. We ended up not going because um, his parents have just been, like, traveling, like, a shit ton. So we just kept it chill here. But I had such a wild week at work. I was like, eh, I was like, I'm not going to tell Mal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, your secret came out. She was supposed to hang out with us. No, it was never official. You said you would maybe stop by, and then you said you weren't, so it's fine. Yeah. And at that time of the day, I was like, oh, I swear, I can't. I mean, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> yeah, she. I can't. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we were dancing and just like having a ball, and I loved Mary J. Blige's outfit. I want that on my body for something. So fucking fire. Those boots. The boots. With her legs. The high-waisted bottoms and the top, like it all together. On you and I were talking about 50 Cent before we started recording mm. because his that music video came on. We're watching music videos, and <laughs> we just want to say that leave 50 alone. Because <laughs> leave 50 alone. Okay, well, first of all, I was kind of thrown. Okay, so I will admit I did not recognize him at first <laughs> because, Aww. well, he's not in the lineup, which I'd be kind of sad if they were like Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, and then like. Oh. They could have said, like, featuring. They didn't even announce that he was going to be a part of the lineup? No. I was not aware. That's And so that's why I was thrown off when In the Club started playing, because I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, is that, like, a stand-in? I was like, oh, that is him. 
But yes, leave him alone. Like we all age. And honestly, he probably like doesn't do drugs anymore. Not saying he did do drugs, but like <laughs> so he just <laughs> <laughs> That means he can't hang upside down as easily. Well, like he just doesn't like his face just got like different. Well, yeah. I mean, that music video came out, what, 20 years ago at this point? Literally. And, okay, so someone He's I know. He's not a young stallion anymore. <laughs> and the fact that he can still hang upside down. Right. Like, because I saw uh, behind the scenes and I saw, like, a wide view of the stage. Because you know how, like, it went from oh. Jerry and Snoop and then all of a sudden we went to 50 and he was hanging upside down. Yeah. I saw, like, the wide view. And you see 50 literally lift himself up to hang on the bar and hang upside down. So he lifted his own body to do it. So he still got it. Strong AF. But I did see this um post today and it made me laugh because it really is true because like obviously the internet has zero chill and i do that's one reason why i do love the internet sometimes is because the way that people go in is so funny and i know like at the end of the day it's like it should be taken like kind of lighthearted because it's Mm. just like a joke and like but you know sometimes it's not just a joke and everyone's (laughs) like oh like 50 be looking like a buck 50 now with inflation like you know which is so rude but this person that i follow on facebook made this status and it made me laugh and um he goes how did most of y'all look at 30 years old let alone 50 over here saying he looks like a whole dollar you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house utilize that new year's day membership at the gym then talk then again don't just take the fat shaming energy elsewhere and i was like oh wow i was like well that is so true like we all, like, get on about people, like, fat shaming, like, women. Mm-hmm. And even though it it is – I did laugh. I am laughing about all the memes. But ugh, can you imagine, like, being 50 Cent and everyone's like, best halftime show ever. And then he, like, looks and, like, all these memes are about you. And it's like <laughs> – Talking about his body. Talking about his body and, like, how he's changed. But in all honesty, like, it was just his face that looks different. His arms are still swole as fuck. Yeah, I honestly didn't think he... I feel like when I saw him, I wasn't like, oh my god, he looks, like, hefty or something like that. I just thought... I don't know. He's just older. That's all. Yeah, I honestly... The weight wasn't what got me is his age. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how old is he? He's, like, 50 now. 50 cent. (laughs) Oh, right. But, yeah, no, that that was my favorite. Not well, that age is anything. Age isn't real. Age Time isn't real. We've discussed this. Time is truly not real. I think we realize that more every day. Yeah, it's a facade. It is a facade. The um, halftime show, though, was legit. I actually hadn't really watched a Super Bowl. I can't even tell you the last time. Maybe, like, 2017. Oh, he's 46. 46. He's getting, yeah, close yeah, to 50 cents. Close to 50. So, yeah, I haven't – I mean, I would always see, like – the recaps of halftime shows but i think by far this one was probably one of the best ones it was so hype and it was just so especially for people our age like nostalgic i know i think i feel like this one definitely resonated with our generation for sure and so many people can agree because even like because snoop dogg and dre were definitely like they had started prior to our generation so like i would say they're like og but like if you think about it dr dre truly like was the producer behind it all because he him and snoop like became homies back in the day but then dre found eminem and then eminem found 50 cent so it's like it all is just like under the dr dre umbrella oh i didn't even think of how they're all connected in that way one thing too snoop's outfit 
Dude, he's I such a G. I fucking want that for myself. That <laughs> color, that royalty blue, like he came on stage. It's looking so crip. fresh. No, yeah, that was a great halftime show. And it was a cute Super Bowl day for sure. It was. <clears throat> but I will say, so yesterday when I was working, this guy came into the bar and he is like an older gentleman, not that old, like probably like 40s. And I know that there are like Karens and Darrens out there that are like, the halftime show was like so whatever but um and i'm like literally everyone i know was like woo super bowl halftime show like everybody loved it except for this guy he came in he's like oh he's like i muted the whole show and i was like why ew he's like i don't need to hear any of that and i was like you're annoying hear any of what legendary performing I, i'm like what are you what the fuck are you talking about dude? i will say you and i love the weekend but and I didn't watch the Super Bowl last year, but I did watch the recap of the halftime That's who show. performed last time. It was kind of strange. It was, but... But also very artsy and cool. Because, do you know, like, the whole backstory on it? I There's, like, so. a huge backstory. Because in that moment, it did make zero sense. Like, you you actually have to be, like, a weekend fan. And we are weekend fans, and I still don't even really understand it. Yeah. But someone put it into perspective for me, or they explained it to me, and it made sense at that point. But you, like I said, you have to be following this. Like, any general American is not going to know this. <laughs> any general pedestrian out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but <clears throat> he basically like, started this whole kind of, like, story time. Um, like, from the beginning, I think he – like, either released, like, some photos or he went to an award show and he was wearing, like, facial special effects stuff. He just made him look different. It made him look, like, not who he – what he looks like in real life. And then when he let blinding lights out, it was, like, him all, like, bandaged up. Oh, and then yeah. after And then after blinding lights, he released another song slash video where he looked, like, so chiseled and, like, fucked up and, like, so fake. Oh, like, he had had, like, all those face in face injections? Yeah. And different, yeah, Yeah, surgery. and so, like, basically someone was, like, he was telling the story of how Hollywood can change who you are. And, like, so basically, like, the whole story began at the beginning when he looks different than normal. And then he gets all those bandages because he's in a sense going through all those plastic surgeries and then after that he's all like injected and like looking all like quote-unquote la and then fast forward to his current album where he's an old man okay yeah and i was just looking up his after hours album because i remembered there was a song escape from la so yeah you're right i forgot about all that he was trying to tell that story i do but like i, I said not every General Americans gonna know that. No, they're gonna so watch like, and be like, "What the fuck is happening?" Because I said that same thing. Because I literally watched it and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Well, and then of course, just like with anything in life, and who's to say if it's true or not true? Some of it feels very exaggerated, but then you see some of it, and you're like, "I don't know, it could be true." But then there was people coming out after his performance, showing like all this symbolism with satanic rituals and demonizing oh. and things like that, which has always kind of been something people do with the Hollywood world. And like yeah. I said, it's like, who's to say if it's true or not true? Some of it feels far-fetched, and then some of it, I'm just like, I don't know. Who, who am I to say if it's true or not? I don't fucking know. Right. And everyone's going to have their theories. Of but, course. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of them that came <clears throat> out with his for sure. Another interesting thing that I thought was interesting about the Super Bowl, this girl made TikTok and it was like celebrities that were at the Super Bowl part one. She made like multiple parts and I watched oh. them all. So many celebrities were there, which is cool. Obviously, it was in LA, so there were so many celebrities, but so many celebrities were there. Like step one. 
Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, Nina Dobrev, and Sean White, which, holy fuck, Sean White came back from the Olympics so fast. Who's Sean White? The famous snowboarder. Oh, okay. See, sometimes I'm – sometimes I feel like I'm up with the times in celebrity world and then other times like right now I'm like I have no idea. Yeah. Well, the reason why is because he just competed in the Olympics, but the Olympics are in China. Oh, yeah. But oh, he wow. just did his last uh, – his last like competition ever. So it was like kind of like a cute moment because this one morning like two days ago – it was like the last day of his competition and he took fourth place and like all his interviews, he was like super emotional because he was like, I lived like such a great life because really he won already three gold medals plus like 1900 other gold medals for like Holy other shit. things. And he's like, basically, I think he's like retiring from snowboarding or at least like competitive snowboarding. So it was like cute because like the interviewer was like, so how do you feel? And he's like, I'm so just like overwhelmed with emotion because it didn't go the way I wanted. But at the same time, like I'm so proud of where I've been like. How can I be upset? I've already won three gold medals in the Olympics. Like, of course, I wanted one more, but like, what's the big deal? And then, like, his family like chimed in from LA and he was like crying. And like, Aww. I don't know, it was cute because like all his emotion being a grown ass adult. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for the fake cry. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like crying, like trying to yeah. put my makeup for work. That leads me to talk about something that's been going on in our like friend circle and my boyfriend circle, which is a heavier topic, but it, I won't go like fully in detail with what's going on besides like it was, there was a passing recently that's been like very hard in my boyfriend's life and um, some of our closest friends life. And I knew him too, but not on the level that they all did. And you're just talking about Sean White and just like living this legendary life and through this passing it's just like really made me realize because he was our age, maybe a couple years older and just such a light, like such a beautiful soul and was doing like so many great things in the community here in Denver um, when it comes to like boxing and things like that. And for just being so young and had already kind of just like left such a legacy in a sense behind, it's really made me I don't know. Like, I know that I help people with what I do for work, but he was helping people in such a bigger way. Mm. And it's just like is one of those moments that makes, I guess, me realize that I really want to just, I don't know, like, it just like it has made me feel, I guess, inspired to, I just really want to help people in such a bigger way than I already am and just like leave such an impact on the world. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about Sean White and like how he's retiring, it's like, look at all these things he's already done. Mm -hmm. And like Tom Brady's retiring as well. And like, mm -hmm. I don't know, I've just been thinking a lot about that lately with all of this going on and leaving a legacy behind and just more so. And it makes yeah. you realize too, like how grateful you are for your friends. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that's one thing we do kind of forget about. Like we're grateful for our health and we're grateful for our lives and our jobs. But then I'm like, fuck, like I'm grateful that my friends are still here on this earth and like thriving. Yeah. But of course, like real quick back to your boyfriend's friend, like quick moment of silence for him and like rest in peace. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of crazy how throughout, like like you said, him helping the community with boxing and how just kind of how small the world is because that day that we were talking to our friend James about it and he told us later that day that his close friend's brother trained with him as well. So it's just like it's crazy how 
he had touched so many lives that like in a sense just like came full circle and it's like, wow, like we all were in a sense connected to him somehow in some way. I know. It is – it really does make Denver sometimes seem like it just is kind of a small world here for mm-hmm. it being a big city. Like everyone is super connected. What do they say? People are always like – Six degrees of separation. Yeah, it's so fucking true. And yeah, just on that topic too, a couple of weeks ago um, in one of the EFT tapping sessions I did with Gala Darling, I can't remember exactly what we were tapping on that day, but basically just being like stepping into like the greatest version of you. Mm-hmm. And then she was talking about that day, like how she had been thinking about what will people say about her at her funeral and how it really Mm -hmm. started to inspire her to just like keep living such a great life and just like leaving like your mark on the world. Mm -hmm. And I know that kind of sounds corny, but I don't know. I just like that has just been such a reoccurring thought in my mind these last few weeks. And yeah, I don't know. That's really all I wanted to say. And yeah, rest easy to a beautiful soul. And it is crazy how like loss, like how hard it is, but at the same time, how it brings people closer together as well. I think that's very beautiful, just seeing yeah. the friend group just, like, really be there for each other. And I was going to say that, too. Like, I saw – because I follow – I'm friends on Instagram, well, in real life, but also on Instagram with a lot of that friend group. Mm-hmm. And seeing, like, the outpour of love for him was just, like, very heartwarming. And, like, just because I know your boyfriend and his friend group, like, I think that kind of reminded them all, too, that, like, maybe if they don't see each other all the time or they may not keep in touch every single day, like, they still have love for each other regardless. Like, and I think it puts into perspective, like, the little things. Like, you know how sometimes I think more of, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, but, like, in friendships, like, you have, like, little tiffs and fights and stuff. And you, like, pick and choose your battles. And I feel like at the end of the day, the bigger picture is, like, was this worth even fighting about? Because what if that were to happen and it's your friend? Then it's like, was it worth fighting with them in that moment about something so minuscule that now you're like, Ugh. which I doubt any of those guys were like, oh, my God, why did we fight with him? Because I doubt they did. But, you know, like you think about those kind of things, too. Yeah, no, I totally – yeah, I've. it's really made me just look at things differently and – I'm not saying like it takes loss to change your perspective on things, but there is something when that happens to people close in your life, whether you were super close with them or not super close with them, but it's affecting all these people around you. It really does just shift your mind into like not taking life for granted, which I think that we try to do our best every day, but it's just another great reminder to really not take your life for granted and just trying to live every day, being a better person day by day by day. And yeah, oh, I agree. Speaking of death, not to keep it on the death topic, but <clears throat> I was just like, I think about this kind of a lot. Well, number one, like death is one of my biggest fears. Like I remember being a little girl and like talking with my dad and being like so afraid of dying. And even now, like I still am so afraid to die, which I think I'm less af- – well, I'm still afraid. But I think I'm like learning to be less afraid because I'm becoming more spiritual but it still freaks me the fuck out. But I was like thinking, um, and I'm very grateful for this in this moment, but I really don't know how to cope with death because in my life I've only experienced death with someone close to me honestly once, which was my grandpa, but I was like nine. Mm -hmm. And then I remember my uncle passed away when I was really young. I think I was like six or seven 
And I do remember going to his funeral and, like, it was an open casket. So I was, like, looking at him and I was, like, hmm, weird. But, like, I'm so little, you know? Yeah. But since then, and I'm so, so, so grateful, I haven't lost a loved one. But I'm, like, also very afraid for when I do because, obviously, like, death is inevitable. I don't know how I'm going to, like, react because I don't know how to, like – I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to cope with it. I don't know. I'm definitely with you in the sense I – um, all of my grandparents passed when I was like pretty young. Like my mom's mom passed when I was like, I think only two something years old. And then my dad's mom passed when I was like six, which I remember her a lot more. And then my dad's dad passed when I was like a teenager, like 13. And then my mom's dad passed like when I was like 20 or 21, but I was never really close to any of them. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I've never really grown up with grandparents and I have, been, yeah, very blessed, I think, in the sense to not lose anybody close to me in my family. Like, we've had passings recently this last year, but they weren't anyone that I was, like, super close to. Mm -hmm. And I do, too, wonder how I will handle it when that time comes for me in life because I am, like, I think I'm very – I think you are, too. Like, we're so um, empathetic Mm -hmm. and I can feel things. So, like, the loss of my boyfriend's friend and only meeting him a couple times, like, such a wonderful person, but I've just been – like last week I was just feeling everybody else's pain like so hard Mm -hmm. and yeah it does scare me to like I just don't know how I will cope whenever that might happen in my life like for instance yeah I guess we're just really still on this topic but Mm -hmm. towards I think the end of the year 2021 my client's dog passed away in a really tragic way and I was super close to that dog because I would take care of it all the time. Her name was Metis, which and I is remember, like oh, a well. silly name kind of. <laughs> it's like a Greek uh, mythology That name. is such a cute name though. I know. It's funny. And I was so close to that dog. Like when I started helping this client of mine, he had like pretty much just gotten her. So like I really did see her just grow because she was still pretty young and she was only five and she sadly got hit by a car. So I feel like her life was taken too soon. And the day I found out she passed away was like just really kind of traumatic because he didn't tell me himself that she passed away. So yeah, you I had went, to like figure it out. Yeah. So um, for one, I clean for him every single week. And then for two, um, he works in the hospital. So he would work like 24 hour shifts. And so when he would have those shifts, I would go and like take her to the park and feed her. And I would just see her all the time. So when I got to his house that day, just to clean, I don't know. I just instantly knew something was off because she wasn't there. And like it, it just yeah. I won't get into mm. how I found out, but it was just I had to piece it together that she passed away. And I feel like that almost makes it worse. It, I you would have thought that I lost Enzo, like my own dog. I cried all fucking oh. day. Like I gave myself a terrible migraine because I was just crying all day. And then, actually, this story is like so weird too. A couple. Like, maybe a month after she passed, I got him a Christmas gift. I made him, like, a canvas collage of, like, all these pictures I had of her Mm because I had so many. And it was super beautiful. And I went one day to help him, and he wasn't home. And then, like, I set it up on his, like, island in the kitchen before I started working. And it was just so weird because, like, as soon as I set it down and, like, I wrote him a letter, I was, like, rereading the letter that I wrote about her Mm -hmm. and just how lucky I was to, like, get to know her. And, like, she was such a special dog, and I loved her. As soon as I set it down on his island, his Sono speaker just started blaring piano music. What the fuck? It's never happened before. And it didn't scare me, but it felt like to me she was saying hello. 
And it was just, it was an interesting moment. Like, I do believe in stuff like that. I'm like, and I told. a little sign. Yeah. And I told Sergio about it right after it happened. And he was like, the music started playing, not to scare you, but just to remind you that she's still there. Because when I would get there, she would greet me like so like crazy. Oh, it's like, dun, 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 So that was like in a comedic way. She's like, surprise, bitch, I'm still here. Let me play this beat for you. Oh, that makes my heart feel warm. That's so interesting because I forgot to tell you this, but the other day I was at work and um tennessee whiskey came on oh man and it was like that's a tearjerker i literally started tearing up so quick background um mal and i lost a friend a few years ago his name was phil his name is phil and he was just like such a light in our life and that song well i mostly got it because you made that playlist for him yeah but I was at work the other day and it was like dead. Like I was just like, I think I was just like cleaning a table and that song came on and I was like, oh, I was like, this song makes me feel heart. And then I was like, oh my God, oh my gosh. And then like, I just like thought about, I just like had like a tear come to my eye, but like a sweet one. And then I just like, literally in my mind, I was like, hey, Phil, I was like, hope you're doing swell. I was like, it's glad, I was like, it's nice to know that you're still here. And I don't know, like it was just like a cute moment I had with myself, but I was like, because I hadn't heard that song in forever. Wait, did you say that was just a couple weeks ago? A couple days ago. Oh, well, that is that is ironic that that happened because it came on my library Spotify shuffle while I was working a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to listen to it because I was at work. And I was like, oh, man, why is this song playing right now? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it was going to make me sad. Yeah. And then I did listen to it. And you know what? I've always thought, like, if I were to get married one day, I think it'd be, like, a beautiful song to play at a wedding, like, to dance to, like, a slow dance. Cute. Oh, my gosh. I also (laughs) – why are we fucking sisters? (laughs) We are soul sisters. I mean, obviously, y'all know Mel and I don't really get down on the country. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It just really doesn't um, generate at a frequency that I vibe at. (laughs) really doesn't twinkle my fancy that but often. But I will say there are quite a few handful of songs, of country songs that I do enjoy, that being one of them. Uh, but there is this also, there's a different um, country song. I can't think of it. If it's called in this moment, it doesn't matter. But I was singing, I was like, that is also would be a cute song to dance at at a wedding. Not Tennessee Whiskey, but it's another country song. But I was like, LOL, at my own wedding, question mark? I don't know. Yeah, I know. How random of me to say that. But I do think that is a song I would play. Generating a <laughs> playlist for a wedding sounds so fun. And I'm laughing because I just remembered um, most of my, like, dad's side of the family. I'm not really, like, close with anyone. Not for any particular reason. That's just how our family is, I guess. But all of my cousins are um, – I don't know. I, yeah, they're just like country, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like they are. Yeah. <laughs> so I was a bridesmaid's, bridesmaid in one of their weddings in like 2016. <laughs> and that's when I was like really getting into bass nectar. <laughs> and they had like the whole night, it was mainly country music or pop music or just 
classic wedding songs that everybody always plays. <laughs> and later in the night, I went up to the DJ and I asked him if he had any music by Bass Nectar. And he had one song. And I was like, ooh, could you play it at some point? And when he – The t- fact that he had one song is surprising. I know. I'm, I can't even remember which one it was. It was more of a wild one. And <laughs> <laughs> when he put it on, I kid you not, like the whole dance floor cleared. I was like the only one. I'm like – what the everyone f- probably went to go take hiding because they were scared <laughs> and my brother wouldn't even dance with me i'm like you are so rude whatever <laughs> it's like i can only get <laughs> my whole family and her husband's family are like Whoa. everyone thinks that like there's some there's like a technical difficulty they're like oh my Absolutely. gosh are you okay like the music is skipping <laughs> they don't understand heavy bass edm <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I totally that forgot remind, I did that. That reminds me of a story. So <laughs> I don't I do not wish that I was at this wedding, but I wasn't. <gasps> oh, I know a but wedding. My cousin went to a wedding <laughs> recent well, sneh, okay, my cousin went to a wedding like sometime. <laughs> like whatever you do on your wedding day, it's your wedding. You do whatever you want, and I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. I as long as you're happy, I'm happy for you. <laughs> but like <laughs> this one though. This one. <clears throat> so my cousin told me that their DJ or they didn't have a DJ, which is fine. You don't have to have a DJ. But they just had like a speaker and they just like hooked up the Spotify. But this couple didn't even invest in the premium Spotify. Oh, I forgot. So there were like ads playing. Fuck <laughs> no. I'm like, you guys, it's $13. And honestly, you could do a seven-day free trial and cancel it. <laughs> yeah, just like I like to do with so many apps. Like to not even invest in yourself and not have ads playing at your own wedding. Like what if <laughs> what if like I just I don't know if this really happened or if I made it up in my mind, but like I just am picturing them because you know how the bride and groom have a dance, yeah. their first dance and their song. I just imagine them queuing up the wedding song, but since they don't have premium, they have to wait for it. <laughs> no, exactly. Think of like because you everybody's can't, dancing and all of a sudden it's just like fuck. What is that one commercial? It's like. <laughs> In the zone, auto zone, like <laughs> out of nowhere. It's like oh, 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 Riley, <laughs> dude. That like what a buzzkill. Or it's like you only get like six skips. So like they're like, or it's time for the first dance. They're like, nope, it's not. You gotta wait three more songs. It's totally worth it to have. Pre- I think whatever music service you use, I won't shame Apple Music users, but if you are using Apple Music, I highly suggest trying Spotify because. <laughs> To me, it's just I, – I mean, I'm just a Spotify stan. I have been for like me six too. or seven years. I'm a huge Spotify stan. And the fact that they put lyrics now. Oh, I know. I love that. I can learn so many songs. And I like that with some most songs. I mean, some older ones are people that just choose maybe not to upload it. But how they do like a little video and it oh, just keeps yeah. looping. I think those are cool. I think those are cool too. And I do like now that on playlists they have the enhance option. So – where it will sync music to the playlist that goes with the vibe of the playlist. Yep. I have been finding so much new hot shit with that. Bangers. It's basically Discover Weekly, yeah. but for your playlist, which I love. I decided I love Discover Weekly better than Release Radar. I do too. I don't know. And honestly, lately I've been really missing 
2012 to, the, to 2015 EDM vibes. Oh, I love that. Because that was just like such a like happy like vibe for EDM. I mean, it's still happy, but like I feel like now a lot of EDM artists are just like recreating old songs. Yeah, that's true. I've been thinking that too with um so the last time we recorded, it had only been a week into my car being missing. Oh, it's not missing, it's at the shop, but <laughs> It's missing. <laughs> it feels like it. So, and right after my car had to go into the shop, poor Sergius took a tumble. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. That would me neither. Hurt. We laugh a lot, you guys. Just please. <laughs> we are sensitive souls, but we do laugh. It's I, I, just, we, I find because... humor in like everything, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I like to think for the most part it's a good thing. It's because we don't know how to deal with real emotions. <laughs> Yeah, this is us with our walls up. We use laughter as a coping mechanism. Our defense mechanism. We should see a therapist. Or it's a trauma response. Trauma response, yeah. <laughs> but he did take a tumble on black ice, so he broke his ankle. <laughs> I don't know. It's a okay. Part- Him and I have laughed about it at this point. A part of me thought you were going to say he took a tumble on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> He got caught in the stampede at Walmart on Black Friday. First of all, that's like months ago. Time isn't real. Time is a facade. Uh, anyway, but okay, yeah. He took a fall and tumbled He took a ice. fall. So, like, it's just weird timing because <clears throat> since he took a fall and it was his right ankle, he hasn't been able to drive. So, luckily, I've been able to use his car to get around. And... um. Why did I bring this up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're missing cards. <laughs> yeah. MIA. No, because um, music. We're talking about music, and you were talking about people recreating songs. And so I've been listening to the radio more in his car because in my car, like, his Bluetooth thing just doesn't work very well, which is fine. So I either will listen to just, like, the regular radio or I'll put in my AirPods, which kind of makes me laugh sometimes. But <laughs> – regular radio dude i swear the only song they ever play is who i don't even know who is in it to be honest but it's the uh beat by mariah carey's fantasy song oh yeah where she's like you got um, that good good energy yeah i don't know what the song is called or who it's but by it's, it's a remake of fantasy yeah and i'm here for it but first of all regular radio jesus christ they need a little help like they play the same songs over and over again, so many commercials, and I swear that's the only song they ever play. And with that being said, like mainstream radio music, I'm not gonna shame it, but like it is just sometimes it does feel like, yeah, copycat. Like that's where I get There's a, there's so many um recreate or remakes or reboots. I don't know what they're calling it these days, but there's so many remakes of old songs and like i do know that like people will sample old music all the time and like yeah. i understand that but like and some beats are like almost, everlasting but it's like almost to a t that they're doing this like right remember that song by jojo's like get out right now of course okay there's a fucking edm version of it and i'm like this is so weird and i i do appreciate that and like all these ca- yeah sorry oh no it's okay it oh. just <laughs> You go, you go, you go. Well, so (laughs) you guys, our blackout and six shot espresso plus this bang energy, I'm going to be up till tomorrow. (laughs) 
I'm like, keep scratching my neck. I don't know if you've noticed. We're tweaking. Did somebody somebody lace our drinks? Um, I looked it up on YouTube just to read the comments. And so many people are like, oh, my God, I love this song. Like, what a great beat. And I'm like, they have no you idea. guys, this song was made in, like, 2013. Like, get with it or get lost. I don't understand. What's going on? And it's not even – it's not – like, that's not even it. There's just so many more songs. And I'm like, I get it if you want to, like, sample a song. But, like, when you take the exact same beat, there's a new one by French Montana that irritates the fuck out of me. I just oh, got to find it for you real quick. Yeah, find cause... it for me. I know. The, what I was going to say is I feel like two ways about it. I appreciate that I think that older songs have certain beats that will forever be everlasting. And, of course, people can recreate songs and that's not a big deal. But sometimes then I feel like the opposite way where I'm like, I don't know, get creative and make your own goddamn beat. <laughs> I feel like both ways. Right. I like, don't know. Like sometimes it just feels – like there's just a lack of no not creativity, I, but sort of kind of because it's like you're basically and then they yet they still like use some of the same lyrics too. Okay, is this it? Yes. Oh, what is the original of this? Shakira. Tips don't lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, it's actually a banger, but I know I'm twerking, but it's like annoying. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I also, been... but maybe though, Shakira gets, um, not Shakira in particular, but because of that song, maybe the original artist gets, um, royalties. I would imagine. And if so. that's the case, then cool, good on you. Give them the money because also, they deserve it. Also, if anybody doesn't know that original fantasy track by Mariah Carey. The real banger of that track was when her and Old Dirty Bastard did the remix. Mm -hmm. That shit is so fire. Go listen to it if you've never listened to it because <sighs> that's the real. That's New the real York in the house. Is Brooklyn in the house? Japan are in the house. Everybody in the That song, mm, baby, baby, come on. The other night, Nick and I went out to dinner and – a song came on and I started singing it. He's like, babe, stop. And I was like, I thought you loved when I sing. He's like, when we're alone. I was like, <laughs> wait, oh, you're singing in the restaurant? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was rude. He's like, that's not what I meant. I was like, I heard what you meant. I just remembered that episode we did. I'm pretty sure it was when we did a little collab with Mad Vibey, Gabe and Jess. Shout out if yeah, you're here. Yeah, shout out to the Mad Vibey podcast. We miss you guys. I know, I do miss them. We we were playing like question games or whatever. And I remember somehow oh, yeah. your singing got brought up and you, <laughs> oh yeah, you were talking about Megan, your bestie slash old roommate. And she was like, let's just let the song play. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Actually, you know what? When I'm in the shower, I think I have a really good voice. I practice I actually, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Lately, the song I like to sing in the shower is Sweet Dreams. That old oh, song. Rhythm and Dancing? No, just the um, <laughs> the original. What's her name? I don't know who it's by. The old song. Sweet dreams are made. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Who am I'm I? just trying not to sing right now. So oh, okay. I was hoping you would get it before oh. I had to give you a sample. Because you haven't warmed up your vocalizers? Exactly. Oh, 
Also, you were talking about our drinks being laced. Some I love when our conversation just triggers all these things I want to talk about. I know. That was one of them. So when I was with – Tell um, me you have ADD without telling me of ADD. Absolute. <laughs> <laughs> when I was with our friends on Super Bowl and they were talking about a hangout they all had and one of our friends said <laughs> that she did SAS <laughs> – and I told them the story of the only time we had tried SAS and it was against our will. And our friend basically laced our drink at a base nectar show. Oh my God. With SAS. Well, no, I think we were planning. We were no, planning we on doing to it. Take it. He just poured he, way more into our drink than we wanted to. He just to take. took us to the level we weren't planning on going on. <laughs> yeah. At a way faster pace a way than we had planned that on going. It was wild. <laughs> and, but I, I feel like it's like making a comeback or something because I keep hearing. People talking about it and they've never even – they had never even heard of it. They're like, that was our first time hearing about it. I was like, oh, shit. This – when we tried it, it was like 2017, I want to say. I think and I might do some sass this weekend. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to a show. Yeah. Well, well, and now that I know what I'm getting into and not just being forced into it. <laughs> Dude, that friend is so hilarious to me. I mean, he's definitely kind of like – outgrown his like wild stages but during his wild stages a fucking comedian like he would do such a comedian the wildest shit and like that night after he <laughs> was on sass do you remember him looking at us <laughs> i know connor remembers for sure and he's like we were at first bank center so first bank center is set up with like a bowl essentially or no the floor and then the bowl is surrounding it and you're like above yeah and we were in the bowl above and he looked at us because it like circles around and he like had the widest eyes ever and he was like let's walk through the whole crowd going in the circle of our row like he wanted to take where we were standing in our row right and just walk through everybody the whole way around the venue and we're like no dude then he looked at us and he just started doing it and just stared and like disappeared into the abyss and I don't know if he made it all the way around the bowl, but, like, what the fuck? That's such a disturbance for one. Right. Like, <laughs> like to put it into perspective for whoever's listening, it's like when you go to the movies and yeah. so, and you're sitting in a seat and the person is sitting in the seat in the middle so that you have to, like, get up and grab all your popcorn and your snacks. And right. Like, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. But you're doing that for the entirety of the stadium? Of a full-ass venue. Like, that place, it's not the biggest venue in America, but it's a motherfucking venue. So. It's large. Like, there's thousands of people there. <laughs> but then again, though, when Connor does the impression, he's like, let's do it all the way around. And we're like, no, stay here. And then he just was like – did his own thing. Yeah, just like stared us dead in the eye and just disappeared. He's like, no, this is my journey. I have to follow it. Which honestly, good on him for just going through with it anyway because I would have been like, that's a no for me, dog. Absolutely. Well, and so speaking of us being on SAS that night, because we were planning on taking a little bit, but then we took way more – and I mean, I guess we chose that journey in that moment because we saw how much he poured in our drink. We just and we were like, allowed it. why the fuck? Okay, I guess we're <laughs> taking it. And um, before Bass Nectar came on, obviously the opening DJs are on and it was kicking in super hard and super fast. It that was a that was rapid onset. It really was. I remember Christine and I had to go outside to just like ride the wave for a moment. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> 
I didn't even remember until just now. Me too. Okay, I wish you guys could have just seen the look Mel and I just gave each other. But picture when you guys just have an, you and your friend have an epiphany at the exact same moment. The man in the tree. Yes. The man in the tree. He, <laughs> who knows what he took? But so like outside of the venue, there's a spot you can hang out. People are smoking. We're just sitting there touching the grass, like catching our breath. And all of a sudden, there was like a man wrapping himself in the tree. Like the tree was loose. The branches were loose. They weren't stiff like, branches. It was like a, you know, when you like plant a brand new tree. So yeah, it's like, it's wobbly. just like mostly like twigs. So they were like loose And it was like, branches. it was flexible branches. Yes. And he was wrapping them all over his he was just becoming one with the fucking tree right, right which, next to us. Which is fine. But when he, when he's on that level and we're on our level and you see that happening, so we're like, okay, like, okay, we have to move. So we moved closer to the door, I remember. But oh, then we look yeah. back and he's creeping around the trash can. Yes. <laughs> and then he like literally just skipped away. And then that couple that came up to us from the other side of the fence, they're like, are you guys not going to go back inside? Can we have your tickets? And we're like, oh, yeah, they're like, what? can we have your wristbands? We're yeah. Like, what? No, no, we're going back, weirdos. We're just taking a moment. And then we did go back in. And then right before Bass Nectar came on, I knew I was going to throw up. I just needed to get that one puke out. And I'm like running back to go outside because the bathrooms just looked wild. And I literally had my hand over my mouth and I like threw up in my hand, but like nobody saw. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Bass Nectar days. I mean, obviously that is own topic for another time of like what has happened with him in that situation. I mean, he has been MIA for two years, literally has never said anything, anything ever again. But I will say those shows were some of like my favorite times. Oh ever. my gosh. The crowd that he would attract, like just the memories. And obviously like, <laughs> I was a huge fan of his music. Like he was my number one. I will those say, I will say that I'm appreciative of the t- of the age that we were when yes. he was big and also just the, that time in general because Me too. I think we really were engulfed in a moment where honestly it was like probably the height of his career for sure so yeah yeah <laughs> fucking sass man oh my god and if you are experimenting with things as always be safe be with people you love yeah, be Take intentional it small and slow slow and steady with your friends it, pour a lot into your drink and then a, take it it's a marathon not a sprint there we go <laughs> safety at one cute drink oh my goodness good times <clears throat> um okay so yesterday was valentine's day which i didn't ask you did you have a cute valentine's day did you guys sub- do anything special we actually did not do anything special yesterday but we are going to celebrate our love later this week we like a cute dinner love that. we yeah we did like cute little not like like flowers and cute stuff like that yeah but yeah yesterday i had to work during the day and then honestly we were both just like I mean, he was definitely very worn out from his weekend just being with, like, friends, friends celebrating stuff. his friend um, that we talked about earlier. So he had, like, the day off. So I took him home in the morning because he spent the night Sunday, and then I had to work. And then I just, like, chilled with my other lover, Enzo. Cute. And then, yeah, we'll celebrate it later this week, which will be cute. What about – what did you guys that. do? Uh, kind of same thing this morning – this morning, yesterday morning, we shared some special intimate moments. <laughs> Love it. Which we were on the phone with my mom the night before. And I mean, it's fine. It was whatever. But Nick's like, 
yeah, we're going to hold hands and – or no, Nick goes, we're going to kiss and cuddle all day tomorrow. And I was like, don't tell her that. (laughs) And I was like, no, we're just going to hold hands and stare into each other's eyes. And my mom's like, yeah, right. And I was like, oh, my God, mom, stop. (laughs) You're like, "Um, moving on, Yeah, I was like, anyway. But we did share our love in a very adult way that – people do when they're in love absolutely and then we exchange just cute little things that we got for each other like you know roses flowers candies etc yeah and then yeah i worked all day we both worked all day uh but we will celebrate this weekend at one of our favorite things to together which is go to a show we're gonna go see joan summit at the ogden theater oh my god i'm really excited for you guys and Me i'm too. sorry well i'm not sorry that i'm not going but i I'm sorry that I'll be missing out on the experience with you because I know I know it's going to be a great show. I just kind of feel like not going to a show this weekend, I guess. That's really all. Which is okay. I know. I'm excited just for some like good house vibes. Well, yeah. We saw him open for Gorgon City in November or October, whenever it was. And that was so fun. He's a vibe. You guys are going to have fun. And also, <laughs> LOL, that you're going to be at the Ogden because I wonder if you'll have anything weird happen. Like I know. Sorcery that Me we've too. talked about. I feel like – so we got, like, balcony seats or, I don't know, balcony tickets. The VIP Where we can, like, v- roam around. But I feel cute. like I'm definitely going to be witnessing a lot of things. Yeah. Especially when I'm up there and I can, like, see the whole venue. I think because it is house music, maybe it won't be as interesting as – I mean, no matter what show you go to, there's always interesting vibes. But – Oh, yeah. There certain artists in the EDM world attract – different kinds of audiences than others so yeah but i am excited to hear how it goes i know and two of our great friends will be joining us uh but i think that's it i think it's just us four all right babes we are going to say goodbye here and we will continue this conversation um, in next week's episode, and yes. Christine, where can they find us? As always, you can find us on Instagram at one cute drink. I'm Christine underscore Moi. I'm at Music with Mal. Please follow, rate, subscribe, all the things. Show your love. We love you, and we will talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.